0: Hey what's up, my name is Brendan Bigley and you're listening to The Internet Today, the show where I find the best stuff on the internet so you don't have to. I want to say right off the bat that I generally go for walks at night. I like it, I like it. Like after 10 o'clock, close to like 11 or midnight, walking around an empty town. I live in the New Jersey suburbs, so it's generally pretty quiet, pretty peaceful. It's a nice way to like get the last bit of your energy out before you go to sleep. Last night I was walking around and a very large bug, I heard it coming, that's how big its wings were, if that's any indication flew directly into my eyeball, and I turned right around, I walked right home. Anyway, that's not an internet-related story, let's get into some. Alright, I'm gonna lay this story out for you the way that I originally read it, and then I'm gonna ask the question that nobody else seems to be asking for some reason. CBS Pittsburgh does a report on this guy's house. He and his wife are plagued with a problem. Every night at 10 of 7 p.m., an alarm clock stuck in their wall starts beeping. It goes off every single night and has since 2004. That's 13 years of this alarm clock going off every single night. First question you might be asking, hey, how'd it get there? Luckily we have an answer to that. Apparently they were trying to do some renovation at some point. Guy came up with a brilliant idea, let me take an alarm clock and let me lower it by rope down an air shaft so I can see exactly where I'm supposed to puncture the drywall. He was thinking if the thing was beeping behind the wall he'd have a better idea of where he's supposed to puncture the wall to do whatever renovation he was supposed to be doing. Alarm clock falls off the string and just gets stuck in the wall. goes through the air shaft is just in the actual wall itself at this point. So this was September 2004. Alarm clock keeps beeping every single night. And he and his wife think to themselves there's no way that this thing can keep going forever. It's battery operated. Battery's gotta run out eventually, right? But here we are, 13 years later, CBS Pittsburgh is covering the story that the alarm clock never stopped beeping. And it doesn't look like it's gonna anytime soon. And all I gotta know is the one question that nobody seemed to ask, which is why would you leave your alarm clock in there for 13 years? If it beeps every night at 7, that's not nice, that's not a good, helpful thing. Bust into the wall and take it out, what are you doing? It doesn't make any sense! I clicked on this article because the headline was dumb. The headline on Vice was, This alarm clock inside a living room wall has been ringing for 13 years. That sounds crazy. Of course you can click on that. How did it get there? Why is it there? But when the answer is as easy as, whoops, I dropped it, and then I left it there for 13 years because I didn't take the initiative to bust into my wall and take it out. What is it? What is that? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Quick question for you. What are you doing? (laughs) Now I'm all flustered. My name is Brendan Bigley, and this is The Internet Today. This guy named Kieran from North Carolina got an email notifying him that he was about to auto-pay his water bill. His bill was $182, which is actually kind of a lot of money now that I'm thinking about it. But anyway, what really pushed it over the edge was a service charge of $99 million. 999,999 dollars and 99 cents added on to his 182 dollar water bill he had a hundred million dollar water bill so he tweeted it out obviously because that's absurd and it can't be correct the company quickly got in touch with him and said hey whoops that's a glitch Our bad and that's why i said right up front it's a quick story i just like saying it i like saying that a guy got a hundred million dollar water bill that that makes me feel good that tickles the goof centers of my brain All right, to wrap up the show today, I want to quickly go over some things that I did over the weekend. I went and saw Wonder Woman again. If you haven't seen it, go see it. It's a really good movie. It's it's beyond just like a good superhero movie. It's just a good movie. It's a good story. And it's about something, which is something that a lot of superhero movies aren't really doing anymore for some reason. There's an actual theme and character arc. It's wonderful. Go see it. Deserves all the money it's making and then some. Another thing I did, it was Father's Day yesterday, so I showed my dad John Wick and then John Wick Chapter 2, which I hadn't seen. I'd already seen John Wick Chapter 1. God damn, does that second one really, really outdo the first one. That first one is incredible. One of the craziest things I've ever seen. One of the best action movies in recent memory. But goddamn, that second one really just takes it up a notch. If you saw John Wick 1, haven't seen the second one, go do that immediately. It is a very good movie. And number three, if you're a member of PlayStation Plus, if you have a PS4 and you're a PS Plus member, Right now, the entirety of Life is Strange is available for free for PS Plus members. Don't call in and do that thing where it's like, oh, it's not really free if you're paying for PS Plus. Like, that's just the messaging that PlayStation uses. I'm just regurgitating it. Anyway, I started playing Chapter One of Life is Strange, which is a game that a lot of people have been telling me to play for a very, 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 very long time. And I gotta say, it is so almost good but I don't think it is. If you don't know what Life is Strange is, it's kind of along the lines of a Telltale game where you're just like walking through this story and you're just experiencing this story and you make decisions here and there. It's actually a little bit more involved than Telltale game because you're like literally walking around and exploring this environment while you're making these decisions. But the big catch of Life is Strange is that you have the ability to rewind time so you can see how different choices would play out. So there are two things that really prevent me from recommending this game wholeheartedly. Look, it's free. If you have PlayStation Plus, like just go download it and try it because you might have a different opinion than I do. A lot of people seem to, a lot of people seem to really, really like Life is Strange, but I got to say two things about it. One is that the writing does not really grab me. It's a game that is incredibly, incredibly dependent on its narrative and its storytelling being top-notch for you to want to play it for six chapters or however many chapters it is. The writing did not really grab me in the first part. Number two is the reverse time mechanic. Just sometimes doesn't work in moments when you would expect it to work. Like you'll be going through a thing and you'll be like, wow, that was super the wrong decision. Let me press the button to rewind time and it's like, sorry, not available. And then you have to wait until the end of a scene, you know, which is anywhere between one to five minutes later. And then it's like, okay, now you can rewind. And then you have to sit there and you have to hold the rewind button and then you have to wait for it to rewind all the way back to the last point where you made a decision. And they do a nice thing where they give you another button to speed up the rewinding of time if it's going to take that long. But even that sometimes doesn't register the way it's supposed to and doesn't actually speed up the rewinding of time. It's really frustrating. As much as I wanted to love that game, it just didn't connect with me the way I know it does with other people. And that's fine. Not every game is for every person. I think that's a thing that more people in the video game narrative, overarching narrative to people who discuss video games online, like, really need to figure out is, like, how to just be okay with not liking a game just because it's not for you. But, that said, if you do try Life is Strange and you're like, man, I wish this writing was better, I'm gonna recommend a different game that you check out it's called night in the woods it's like a cartoon game where you play as a cat uh, she's like a teenage cat who comes home from college she drops out of college early uh that game has writing that is on the level that i think life is strange as should have been at so if you're looking for that kind of experience i recommend night in the woods but that said try life is strange first because it's free and you'll probably like it more people seem to like it than not like it